Hello, and welcome to Combos for a Bubbly Life, a place where we talk about ways for you to live the life you've always dreamed of. Why, hello, my love. Welcome to Convos for a Bubbly Life. I'm your host, Tiara, aka T, and I love to live a life that is bubbly, meaning an extraordinary life by my own design. On this podcast, we explore the journey of creating a life of your desires. So let's get to it. Um, whew. Today, I really want to talk about like owning our awesome, owning and truly like being authentic and, you know, our talents and what we're good at and, you know, all of that good stuff. Because let's be real, like the things that we desire are often tied to what we're we're talented at, what we're good at. Even if we don't see ourselves as the best at whatever it is, it's still like worthy of being excited about, worthy of being appreciated, worthy of being exalted from the highest mountain, all of that good stuff. So let's dive into it. Um, How this kind of came about was I was listening to a uh, prediction by Vanessa Samina, one of the tarot readers that I like to follow on YouTube. And she was doing like a pick a card reading and I was listening to it and um she was talking about our, our def- divining messages for January and how I am, you know, set up for like promotions. And it's kind of funny because it's like it aligns with multiple readings that I've had in the past uh, couple of days and weeks or whatever of like, you know, promotion kept coming up and and big things in both career and love, which I love for me and you know it triggered a a thought like for me in terms of like yes there's an opportunity to apply for a step up from where I am at my job right now um and it's like where 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 is this coming from because part of me is like ooh acting like I'm going to get an acting gig which will be like a first gig that I've had in a really long time since covid kind of like slowed down my progress in the the world of acting or would it be like, you know, in my, my quote unquote day job, right? And I'm like, there there is an opportunity at my day job that I am looking to submit to if I meet all the qualifications, right? So it's like all of this, the messaging coming forward is talking about how I am, I am prepped and ready for a, a new adventure, a next step. And I'm like, yes, cool, claim it excited for it and I was thinking about like okay like interview processes right and like sometimes and I did this before I got um interviewed for this job of like kind of like thinking like what kind of questions are they gonna ask me like where am I like like how am I going to present myself and I've been noticing over the last couple of months of really like being confident and saying what I probably before would have thought of as like kind of like braggy, narcissistic or like, you know, just like egoic ways of like describing myself and um, rather than confident ways, which is kind of funny considering I have, you know, looked at and, and even bought things from, you know, different coaches and people who speak about themselves with that level of confidence and 
for whatever reason, I felt like I couldn't say it for myself or I didn't feel good enough to say it for myself or not even like good enough, more like if I make this kind of declaration, then I have to to fight for it. Like there was that was like my fear. My fear was that if I said that, like, you know, I'm really good at reading the tarot and then I give a message for someone and they don't like the message that they're receiving or it doesn't resonate for them, it doesn't make sense for them, then for some like, you know, I um, I have to defend myself and like I don't want to have to defend myself was like my fear of like all of that. But you know, like, fuck it. <laughs> I know that I'm good at what I, uh, I, I do. I am great at what I do. Like not even good. Like I am great. I am very highly talented and I, I come about my talent. Maybe not like, I might not have like umpteen million years of, of experience behind me, at least in this lifetime. Uh, but I come about being good at what I do through, like dedicated practice through trusting myself. I think that's the biggest thing. Like I notice, like for thinking about singing, for example, the times where I'm having fun and I'm trusting myself and my my vocal ability are like some of my best performances, right? The ones where I'm in my head about like, oh my God, I have to be like technically on point and I have to do this and do do whatever. And like, I'm not really having as much fun because I'm so concerned about how other people are going to react or, oh, okay, I picked a song that like, is a little bit more um, challenging for me. So, you know, I I hit these notes. I know I can hit these notes. They're in my vocal range. But is it going to be as clear, you know, in this moment, especially when I'm in front of people and I'm like, I'm trying to, to get their approval or get a role from them or whatever. And so then I'm a little bit more constricted right and my body's more constricted because I'm anxious because of all of this stuff and then you know by not being <laughs> by not being open and free that note may or may not land as well as it would if I would just take a deep breath and let it fucking go right and just like have fun with it so all of that to say is like when we really trust ourselves and trust in our ability, it, it takes us to the next level. It makes it so much easier, so much more fulfilling, so much more fun to really step up and step into what it is that we desire, right? So like thinking about this, um, you know, thinking about the promotions and the life changes that I'm going for, I it really was like, I was like sitting here envisioning, you know, what would... I think one of the questions that I thought to myself, which I doubt like anyone would ever ask, but who knows, maybe they would, they were like, what, what, what do you have to say about, you know, you're, you being newer and like, you know, potentially taking a, um, you know, taking this opportunity from somebody else who's been around that's more tenured than you. And like, <laughs> my like inner response is like, it's not about like one, it's not about taking anything from anybody else. Like an opportunity is an opportunity and I don't have to dim my light and I don't have to step back just in like in hopes that maybe somebody else who on paper might be more worthy for an, for an opportunity than, than me who I think I'm, I'm right. I think I'm ready and, and able to, complete whatever it is that I desire just as well as the person next to me. And it's not about competition, 
right? I'm reading a book uh, called Play to Win right now. That's a part of a program that I am through. I'm in through work, and it literally it broke down where competition came from, Latin, and I don't remember the. I think it was like compare or something like that, but I don't remember the exact. Latin word that competition comes from, but it means working together, which I found interesting that it comes from a word meaning working together. Because I feel like in our society, when we think of competition, it's not so much working together, it is, it is working against each other. It is two people going for a similar goal, but it's more fighting for the same goal, goal, fighting for the notoriety, fighting for the recognition um, over the other, right? You know, it is, it's not collaboration is the word that I feel like more better relates to the Latin origin, which I think is super interesting. But when I think of competition, right, like, so a lot of people thrive on competition because it offers them a challenge to push them forward and makes them want to expand when they dive into it, right? When they fight the fear of being in the same place that they are in and take decide to go and up level and, and take it to the next level and go up against someone who might be just as good or better than them. And, and that helps to to push them forward, whether they achieve what it is that they're going for or not. I think healthy competition is a good thing because it helps. I mean, for me, I do, I love kind of being in this, this in-between space, this, this space of like having someone to look up to, to, you know, share my thoughts and my experiences and whatever, like, you know, and, and I'm kind of coming to a place of like, not even like wanting to be in the in-between, but seeing myself as, as equal amongst, those people like I like I even put myself in a competitive spot when I said the in-between right I've always looked for okay this is someone that's so, someone that's where I want to go and, and wanting to collaborate with them to help me learn and expand and grow further but I also love to be around people that are you know, see me as someone that is further along on their journey and like help, wanting to help them to move forward I love having the collaboration and a space of, hey, I'm helping this person. And by me helping another person and explaining my my understanding of a skill set or my understanding of development and creation, it one helps me to define and solidify what I already know and really fall into it and feel more confident and trust what it is that I know and am better apply it to my own life when I am like, you know, to lead by example, and then to look, look and collaborate with someone else that I feel might like be maybe financially farther than me, or maybe they've worked in their business longer than me, whatever, they might have some sort of, of more knowledge than I do, or more experience than I do, so that I can collaborate with them and pick their brain and move for it further. And I love having both sides, like to collaborate on both sides, because I feel like both expand. For example, um, you guys have heard me talk about pickleball or whatever. So my roommate plays pickleball. And it's kind of interesting because I think back to when they got into pickleball. And, and it was like, I don't know, a year and some change ago. And they got into it and maybe they like discovered it, they practiced it, they played it. And maybe a couple weeks into them 
finding the sport. You know, I went with them to a, a you know, to the courts. And the courts we went to, they had like a space for beginners and then they had like courts for intermediate. And my friend was like way more, was like confident in, in, in themselves to just like jump on the intermediate courts and like go through the practice, the process of up leveling and learning and being like, okay, I'm still new or whatever. Like granted, they had a natural ability to pick it up quickly. Um, it's not their first paddle sport. So like great for them so they had a natural um talent for it but also they had the drive and um the drive and the dedication to continue to practice and continue to play and be consistent in it and get better and better and better right and so I went and like the first day I went and I there they had like a beginner Cord and I was able to practice and learn a little bit about it and you know memorize a lot of the rules and like play a couple of time games with like some other beginners and like it felt good and then you know the beginners started to dwindle and then there was a lot more advanced people around and then I was like okay this is no longer fun for me because like there are people that were super advanced but those super advanced people were not ready to weren't in a in a place of wanting to collaborate with someone that was newer. They they didn't appreciate the the opportunity to coach, which can give people an opportunity to to grow. Like I was saying, I am and so with that, I would like I'm like, okay, I felt I wasn't I was intimidated, you know? And and so within doing that, I'm like okay, I can't, I, I didn't want to play. I got into this fear space. I didn't, I didn't feel comfortable just throwing myself in there and, and learning through fear and rejection and all of that. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. But had I done that, you know, it was a year ago. So I would be so much farther now than <laughs> I am had I just sucked it up and just allowed myself to be bad and allowed the people that were on the court with me to and my partner and my whatever to not to to be mad or to not have as much fun because they have to play with a beginner had if I had done it that way but it's okay so now I've come to a place where you know I went to the courts the other day with with my friend and um I I like you know was like all right cool like you know as long as you partner with me I feel I'll feel comfortable at least with the fact that like you're not mad at me, <laughs> even if other people, well, like the people we're playing against aren't necessarily like thrilled to play against a beginner. And, you know, I played and I got more consistent and, you know, I was, I was getting better the more games that I played. Right. And just so happens that two people showed up that were brand new. And now this particular court is like literally known for not necessarily being the most welcoming to beginners. Like it's even written on the, um, what do you call it? Like, you know, like the reviews, if you go to like Google or Yelp or whatever, it's literally written into the reviews of that particular park that it's not beginner friendly, highly recommend going to another uh, set of courts. And 
I mean, I've become friends with a lot of people th- over over the the year of like just showing up and and like you know hanging out on the sidelines, drinking and maybe like playing a game here or there and going to like social events. That like I've gotten to know people, so they're they're nicer to me as a beginner. But like you know, I I've also heard them com- converse about the fact that like yeah, like when I show up, I'm here to play like a hard good game and improve my my um my skills or you know hone my skills and I feel like I can't do that if there's a beginner on the on the on the field on the court and I'm like all right cool like you're you're totally welcome to your opinion and your thoughts and your your feelings right and so but that doesn't mean that doesn't make me feel welcome especially like you know joining you on the court and they're like I get it like you know and so we both have our our conflicting opinions <laughs> or whatever but so we're there and like the, this these two people show up and they uh they're like okay yeah like I heard this place isn't that great for beginners da, da, da. And I was like you guys showed up at the perfect time there's not a whole lot of people here right now and so like you know me and my friend will totally like show you how to play so like put your paddles here let's let me show you explain how like the court situation works here da, 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 da. and it was really cool because while yes I'm a beginner I've played way more <laughs> than these two because it was like their very first day so I have a better understanding than they did and it felt really good to be able to step into that leadership space of like all right well this is how you serve and hey no no worries like I sometimes I still very like I'm still kind of inconsistent with my serve and it's okay like you know I I am learning and I am picking it up and you're going to learn and you're going to pick it up and the more confident you are in showing up and and practicing and being consistent the better you're going to be at the sport like you can show up to clinics you can show up to these things here are some things and I like it surprised me as I'm explaining to them like how much I actually knew by you know teaching right and so when we like take the time to truly believe in and be confident in and trust in ourselves it is like it can be awe-inspiring it can be like such a aha moment for ourselves. So like that was like super aha for me because they were like, oh my God, you're such a great teacher. You're so nice. Blah, blah, blah. Like, thank you so much. You're amazing. And I'm like, oh, you're so welcome, right? I didn't think I did anything, you know, amazing. I just felt like I was being a nice person and I did what I thought other, like I would have wanted somebody else to do for me in a very similar situation, right? And so we can bring that energy to like anything that we do and our life, we can we can bring that confidence and that trust to all aspects of our life if we're ready and willing to do so. When we put ourselves in the right mindset to do so, when we practice and are consistent enough in whatever it is that we're looking to create for ourselves, when we're able to say, you know, I'm great at what I do and I am I believe in it or I believe that I'm going to get better or whatever it is that you need to say to continue down the journey of being consistent and showing up for what it is that you desire to experience. So what is it that you desire to experience? I know for me, leadership is definitely something I desire to experience. I excel at holding space for other people. I am phenomenal at holding space and and offering guidance and support when wanted or needed for other people. Sometimes I feel like I have this I would say like I have some I have like a divine gift and that 
sometimes I don't even have to say anything. And I, I would be remiss in saying that, like, I have definitely felt fear around stepping up into my coaching and my mentorship because I'm like, oh, well, what would if something what if I don't know what to say when someone shows up and asks me a question? And I've never had that happen where I don't know what to say. <laughs> like I don't have some sort of resource to help better like their life or their trajectory or whatever. Like it's not I've never been completely floundered and unsupported. So I don't know where that fear comes from, but it's an so it's an irrational fear when I really break it down. Um I'm great at what I do. And that's like my new mantra. I am great at what I do. And so knowing that like I am great at holding space, sometimes I don't even need to have the answer for them. Some I hold a divine space where just being there to listen creates a creative field for those that I am working with to come up with an answer for themselves. It's like it's like a space of inspiration for those that I am in contact with, that I'm aligning with, that I am working with, which is beautiful. And then also, and you know, like I can offer a little bit of like tweaking and collab and um calibration to better get back get to where you want to go, which I think is phenomenal. So whether you're looking for a like channeled message or divination, tarot reading, however you like to call it, that is an opportunity for you. Whether you're looking for like a next level, like deep one-on-one mentorship, ready to really take it to the next level, ready to really like focus in on what it is that you want to desire and create for yourself and go for that, where I'm here for you. I'm here to hold space for that, that kind of growth and expansion. Or, you know, you want to just look at the other things. Maybe you just want to drink wine. Honey, I got you. (laughs) All the things you can find at www.abubbly.life slash luxury living. And with that, I'm going to say ta-ta for now. I hope you're having a phenomenal day. Remember, sharing is caring. So if you know anyone that would appreciate this message, please pass it on. And I hope you are living an extraordinary life. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Combos for a Bubbly Life. I invite you to subscribe, comment, and of course, follow the link in the description of this video to tap into more ways for you to live a bubbly life. Love you. Thank you.